Welcome to Next Question, a podcast by White's Chapel. This is a podcast created by you, for you. You submit a question, and pastors and church staff do our best to answer them. We hope you enjoy. Today we have Mr. Floyd Joseph. Oh, this is my turn to say something? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Man, you sound real professional, dude. I don't do know. Do I? Yeah. Like, I appreciate you, that. You have like a radio voice. Like, oh my gosh. That's not, that's not my speed. I don't really have a radio voice. So. I see, I, I like your voice. I think you have a good voice. <laughs> that's very sweet of you. Yeah. Gosh. I'm going to listen to this podcast once we're finished just over and over Stop and over. It. Stop it. Listen, Hannah's going to get jealous of us. Floyd, what do you do for work? Tell, uh, tell the people. Man, so I am the co-director of WC Students, and I am I share that position with my wife Michelle, who I don't has she done this yet? No, she'll she she'll be she, okay, she's coming she's, up. She's coming up on the thing, but I'm also the self-proclaimed face of the franchise for oh. WC Students. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I don't I think it's that probably, is true. At high school mission trip, we did we have had shirts with, with my, your face on it. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think it's something that I have kind of like coined and. I've pushed, and you know, it's kind of like my thing now. Good. I say that I'm the face of some kind of franchise. And you and Wesley the Bulldog. <laughs> yeah, basically, we're on par with each other. <laughs> we're both mascots, apparently, at this point. So, uh, but yeah, that's what I do. I don't, I don't know what else you want to ask. No, that's good. That's, that works. That's for you. good. Okay, so you know the bit. These are uh, we got a bowl full of questions. Yeah. Some of them are kind of fun and ridiculous, and some of them are more serious. And we're just gonna pick a random question, and you're gonna you're gonna answer it. Bro, don't give me anything hard. Are you ready for your next question? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Let's All right. Go. First up. Okay, we're already started. Bro, do you know which color is the, 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 yes, the tough okay. colors? But you didn't tell me that. I didn't tell you that. Are you going to tell me that? I don't think so. Okay, I fine. think it's more fun if I don't. No, that's fine. That's okay, fine. so, well, you'll probably be able to tell after I read this one. <laughs> this is a yellow one. Uh-huh. And the question is, very serious, uh-huh. is cereal soup? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. So you can um, tell uh, yellow is our, our yeah, challenging yeah. theological those, questions. Those, those are the deep ones. Is and, cereal soup? And uh, we just talked about this in uh, Sunday school, like yes, like or whatever day this is. It's Tuesday, so I guess two days ago. But I'm going to say you just talked about this, like seriously, like legit, are you kidding me? With middle schoolers, and they were very adamant that like no cereal isn't soup, but I'm going to say cereal is soup. Um, You're it, gonna have to justify. Okay, that. okay. It, it, if we're not talking about cereal being hot, um, that's one thing. But like, uh, although or you like can soup have, being hot, you can have hot cereal. Nobody right? eats hot cereal. That's stupid. Isn't um, that what oatmeal is? No, oatmeal's not cereal. All right, listen, that's not the question. Is oatmeal soup? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. No, go ahead. go ahead. But then I think that like soup is a mix of like a liquid and a solid, kind of like mushied and mushy <laughs> that's a word i promise are you mushing up your cheerios in the morning dude first of all no, it, now gets, I'm concerned. it gets mushy after a while that's true so like but um so yes i would say cereal is a soup i guess i'm not supposed to just like argue with you this is my question okay cereal is, is soup but can i ask can i ask a side question yes all right so this is something i just learned or like something that i am new to doing do you do cereal then milk or do you do milk and then cereal okay i i feel like You'd have to be a sociopath to put the milk in first. Oh! <laughs> is that what you do? I just started doing that. Like what? That, just recently, I started doing okay, milk. Okay, that's an insane. But, but, but hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Do. Hear me out. Okay. So like, if I, I like cereal like late at night, I'm not a breakfast cereal kind of oh, yeah, guy. I, I ate a bowl of cereal. So last so night like, too. 
Um, where our fridge is is where our bowl is, but then where the cereal is okay, is so on the other side. I feel like, but then hang on, hang on, and so then yes, out of convenience, it started that way. And I, I, what I'm saying is, I feel like I'm okay with that. But then, if it's like, out of like this is you're just lazy, but, like that's one thing. But if you're actively choosing, no, no, no. But now, now I choose it. Like it's because it's it just keeps the cereal crunchy longer. I guess I can see that, but it, then, but okay, ultimately, isn't it the same thing? Because as soon as you get into the cereal, aren't you like taking your spoon and no, kind of like beating it down? No, I don't mix. And, you kind of like you you scoop a little bit of milk as you pull up the cereal. So, but it, see, I feel like there's a perfect like I want some not I, sog, but no, I want some like I, integration. I, I don't, I don't. I like it crunchy all the way through, and yeah, it, yeah, no, you can still get as much cereal. It's just it's, it works. It works. I, I promise. Just try it out. Andrew, our producer, is on my side. I, I think. The, I put the milk in after, and I wait till the cereal See, yeah. Oh, okay. That's that was my that used that used to be my move. That was the indicator we had enough cereal when the cereal started floating, or enough milk when the cereal started floating. But now, like, I'm very much a milk first. Okay, you have convinced me to give this a shot. It's. it's I'm telling you, man. Crunch all the way through. That's what. Okay. Matters. All right. Crunch all right. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Uh, okay, a little, little different place. Uh, of the four, what's your favorite gospel? John. And why? John, for sure. Okay. Um, I like how much time... I think somebody else said John, too. I think we've asked this before, and somebody really? else said John, I well, think. Well, I think like, there's something really cool about the way that John like structures his book. Yeah. And so like it starts like super poetic, a lot like in line with Genesis, with the whole, like, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And I, I really I really found that super cool. Um, but then like the fact that like the majority of the back half of it is like these prayers this this whole like prayer time that jesus have uh has yeah. and like he's talking about like different things like what he prays for his disciples what he prays for those who would believe because of the words of his disciples like all of those things like i don't know there's just something really resonating with that that resonated for me yeah when I'm thinking about, and i mean john is the only like non-synoptic so yeah. it's so unique yeah so, you know do, do, do the people that listen to this know it's not i mean? think we've talked about this before yeah. in i think we mentioned this the last time who if i think somebody said John was their favorite gospel, and we yeah. talked about this. But if you know, if you're not familiar, there's uh, the synoptic gospels are Matthew, Mark, and Luke, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. share about 85 90 percent in common. Mm-hmm. I mean, like some, stories. Yeah, and they're they're structure. phrased a little differently, yeah. but for the most part, mm-hmm. the same miracles. Jesus, you know, kind of travels the same route. We get the same experiences that he has with the disciples. Yeah, yeah. and then John is ninety percent unique. unique. Yeah, so so cool. much of it is you know like. We don't see the wedding at Cana anywhere mm-hmm. else, and mm-hmm. we don't see, you know, there's there's lots of things that, um, so I, I, that's so uh, yeah. John is always my go-to. It's yeah, like one of the I've like I read. I'm a Luke like, boy. Growing, of course you are. I love Luke, man. Yeah, you love Luke. You're smart. That's, that's people that like. That I feel guy. like John's the smart. I, th- I feel like, like that's like the like the smart guy nerdier gospel to like. John, I always I feel I, like that. I, I feel like that's like a like. The cool seminary kids <laughs> like John. <laughs> I always thought that like artsy kids like John, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, because so he, he's like a mystic. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. But I, I always think of like, people probably like we don't care, you know? Like, yeah, are <laughs> such nerds. <laughs> Which book is your favorite? <laughs> okay, next question. Um. Okay, I did not just let I. Bro. I did not. This was not tailored for you, but it is good. Okay. How did you choose your kids' names? Oh gosh, that was it. Just in here. That uh, oh my. Okay, well, tell um, tell the people. So my kids' names are Lincoln, who's eight; Truman, who's five; and Hayes, who's two. 
Um, if you can tell the pattern, they're all presidential. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, Michelle and I, when we were deciding on names um, for Lincoln, we wanted to na- we wanted to name Lincoln initially after um, Michelle's dad who had passed away. And mm-hmm. so we were wanting to honor him. His name was Dennis Gerald. So we, were, we weren't running that options. Um, but then we, we, his, his grandpa, grandfather name was going to be Mac. Okay. And so we were like, okay, we're going to use, we want to do something like MacArthur or like something to that effect that like he could be shortened to Mac as his name, but no, we never, never settled on one, but we kept coming back to Lincoln. And so then, uh, we were like, okay, we're going to do Lincoln. And so Lincoln after, uh, Michelle's dad's favorite president was Lincoln, cool. and so that's why we wanted to honor. And so, this is a good, this is a roundabout way of us honoring him is by honoring the like by using the name of his favorite president, Truman. There is this little redhead kid um, from the <laughs> Christmas festival that Michelle thought was adorable. He's actually the same age as Lincoln. They were never in the same class, even though they both were at Chapel Hill together. Um, and his name was Truman, and we loved it. And we're like, okay, that's it. And it was on brand. And it was it just fit. And yeah. so um, then there's Truman. And then when we got to Hayes, Michelle's like, well, we've got two presidential names. Yeah, you, well, can't, you can't have the... I, I'd be bummed I, if I was your third kid and yeah, but I, and I, you named me like... I didn't want to be in a box. like I know. See, I remember that. I, I, I remember you being... And so that was that was like... Yeah, okay. So we were sitting in a cell group and that's our small group for our student ministry and uh, one of our kids was like, why don't you use Hayes? And we we're like, oh, that's like a low-key... like. Yeah, I was gonna I, say Hayes can get away when people people like people didn't know. I know nothing about Rutherford B. Hayes. Uh, the fact that you could say his name was impressive because I didn't. That's you have now heard the extent <laughs> of my knowledge. <laughs> that, uh, I, don't, I, I can't tell you when he was president. Yeah, I mean, I know he had a big beard because we have like a, a placemat with all of the presidents on it, and so <laughs> that is the only picture I have of Rutherford B. Hayes. But uh, we asked we asked Pastor John, and we're like, "Hey, is he a legit president? Was he good?" And John was, was he like, a bad guy? No, John said he was good so we were like okay we we can like we can get away with that and so that's why we have hey so now like if we decided to do like a family trip to all the presidential libraries everyone has one Uh, that's cool where's do you know where where's the please i don't know like oh lincoln's is in illinois yes right that's that's makes sense Um, truman's is in it's in America. Okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. They built it in no, really. in the USA. In the USA. Wild. Wow. I know it's serious. Uh, and then I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I we've looked them up before. But yeah. Um, but I didn't care enough then. And let's be real. They want to. Anybody listening has ever been to Rutherford B. Hayes <laughs> presidential, presidential library. library? Let us know. Yeah, but like, what would they have in a presidential library for someone that? I don't even was he. I, was I've he been the, to I've been to the Clinton one in Little Rock. I've been to the George Bush one uh, on SMU's campus. Well, like they had one on AM's campus, and I never went. Who's from George H W Bush? Oh, is, is it? Is it yeah, conversation? and it's so far away that I don't go. It's mostly just like memorabilia. It's like they wore this suit on their inauguration day, and they. I mean, it tells their story, though. Yeah, it's, no, Mm-mm. I I don't know if I want. I mean, I've been to the Johnson one at at uh, UT, right? Isn't that LB LBJ? Yeah, LBJ's. In t- I mean, he's from Texas. Yeah, and I think his is that is on uh, is on UT's campus, huh. but that was because John and Todd made us go. Was <laughs> that a road trip? It was. It was the uh, senior experience. Oh, senior experience. Yeah, okay. he wanted it to be like this family trip, and it was. It really was a family trip because I didn't want to be there. I, <laughs> I was like, John, can we go do something fun? And he was like, no, we're going to a library. <laughs> but I, I thought it was going to be all books. But luckily, it was. It, I, there was other cool stuff to look yeah. at. But at the same time, I was like, okay, 
I'm good. <laughs> okay, next question. Um, let me Nick, see. Quit, quit cheating and picking questions. I, I, you know, I'm just listen. Like if to... you're listening to this, he is definitely like not just grabbing one. I'm out. just trying to find the right one for you. He is, he is pulling I'm all of I'm them out. I'm trying to find which one. Um, okay, this is kind of an interesting one. Uh, what do you think Jesus looks like? <laughs> I don't know how you're going to answer this, but good luck. Um, uh, man, what does Jesus look like? Um, I don't know, like someone brown dude with a beard. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm. I'm assuming people that are from um, like the Israel area today. Mm-hmm. Like that's probably a, a close look alike. And so, but I don't know many Israelis. Do you think he was as yoked as uh, oh for sure he he had to have been buff uh, (laughs) was he as buff as our fountain suggests yes oh yeah you've never seen the white chapel fountain jesus is rocking a six-pack jesus is but you know he's like he worked with his hands he was that's true like that actually does make i mean yeah and i would granted like would and he walked like but wouldn't everybody be thousands of miles i mean at that point like because like everybody's working with their hands or everybody's walking everywhere they probably didn't have my body let's be honest well you know they didn't they They weren't quite as doughy (laughs) (laughs) like yeah i was thinking like man i like i like you know i want to have a burger that's not that's not that's not gonna and they're not eating that kind of stuff yeah. you know like all the stuff my doctor says i'm not supposed to eat uh they're probably not eating those things yeah. so they're probably a little bit more shredded than we were okay so good answer that was but but yeah strange I, question good I, answer. I know i have no idea what jesus would have looked like um okay what has challenged your faith the most in the last year cool challenged my faith the most in the last year um You know, I think being in student ministry has been a has been a really tough yeah. um space because like like doing student ministry the way that we've done it prior to COVID, um, we can't do anymore. Yeah. And and so then like asking questions about like what really matters and uh, like being so caught up in um this the like um, strategy of student ministry instead of mm. like the spirit of student ministry. Yeah. And so like we, we spent an entire semester like throwing stuff at walls, trying to get something to stick and it didn't work. Um, and really had to have like a hard to heart as a team, uh, both like collectively as a team, but also person individuals within the team, like um, really thinking through like what really matters and like, how do we, how do we go? How do we move forward? And, and how do we move forward in a way that's like, like honoring to the Lord that actually fits with what what we see in Acts too, like, um, and and not just do things because that's the way they've always been done or what we've seen. Um, yeah, that's what on other social places media. are doing. Yeah, yeah, like, but like, what really matters? And so, um, like, it was a real like kind of like jarring time for us because we we have been running so fast and with our head down so hard at like trying to do all these different things and we kept running into walls and things not working and kids not feeling engaged or them connecting or feeling disconnected from the Lord. And so then like it really caused us to like stop and be like, okay, we really need to spend more time like in prayer and let's just get back to like the basics of like, yeah. Um, our, our, let's get back to the basis of our own faith. And, and then from there, the basis of what it means to share that faith mm-hmm. is essentially what ministry is. Um, but, and, but that was like a super challenging time, and like we're still kind of working through it. Like, um, 
whatever we we try next we feel like the, this this last spring semester we spent more time like in prayer and in, in thought also looking at strategy but mostly like how we're like what our own personal walk with the lord is yeah. like and like how do we making sure that that's in the right spot and we're in the right place yeah. and because if you're trying to lead people to the lord and you're not walking that way yourself like how, 100%. how, how are you going to do that and so i think that's probably for so many church workers or you know people in ministry it's like the big mistake yeah that you make everybody makes at some point yeah and you yeah. have to you have to kind of correct that at some point like you you pour out and you work and it becomes this like this grind and a job because yeah. ultimately i mean it, it is our vocation mm-hmm. but then you find yourself kind of like spiritually dry or distanced and you're like okay i need to do this for me too i need to yeah yeah you know practice for me i always like struggle with like i feel like whatever i'm preaching that week is the thing that i'm whatever I'm doing terrible, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's like, like I've been super impatient all week. And then of course my topic is the like, Lord is teaching you patience. Yeah. Through. I'm supposed to talk, go and talk for 25 minutes about how we should be patient. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but you know that it's out of that, you know, okay, this week I've really been struggling with this. It's out of that, you know, kind of struggle that, mm-hmm. that we can pour out and hopefully say something. I do have a kind of a follow up question that this isn't out of the bowl, but how do you feel like kids have changed? I feel I feel like one of the things that's unique about student ministry, maybe then in comparison to other yeah, ministries, yeah, is that sure. culturally kids change so much more quickly. You know, yeah. like they're, you know, I, I feel like kids, the high school students today are probably not even, com- you know, super similar. I mean, some things are similar, mm-hmm. but they're different than even when I was doing student ministry, you know, five years ago, five years ago. Yeah, like, yeah. so I don't know. How do you feel? Um, I think that like social media plays a big role in okay. that. Um, I think more that, than like, ever. Oh, for sure. Like, like you think about just like what COVID did is it took everybody home and it took until so then like the, our connection point was social media was through the phone. It was through some kind of screen. And then coming out of that, like people, like people still struggle with that. Yeah. Like, like that's the only way they want to. And kids especially you. got like maybe accustomed to that. Yeah. Like that was like they the wanna, way that you have connection is and like virtually. they were yeah. And so then like they they don't know how to have connection with people like um, like face to face. They don't know how to have those mm. kind of conversations. And uh, but then like the comparison game. Like you spend so much time like yeah. building up this like influence or this kind of like persona on social media. Like you know you get so many likes on a video or or so many views so many likes you know you've got all of these followers like all of these different things and so people are building their lives towards those things now and like that's kind of like where, you, where kids want to go you know they want to be that's kind of why i like do you have a b-reel no i don't have a b-reel okay if you don't know a B, I, I just got one you just I seriously did get, yeah i did oh my gosh okay you're, if you don't know what b-reel you're, is you're it's, so it's a so new social media than i am <laughs> it's it's a new social media i like the concept though basically the idea is um, at some point in the day, any time, right, it'll right. alert you, and you have two minutes to take a picture. Yeah, where and you're it'll at. it it takes a picture both like your front facing camera mm-hmm. and um like whatever your other camera. <laughs> both cameras take a picture, and so you have two minutes, and so you 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 can't really stage something. Yeah. You can't make it look like your life is super Perfect. amazing. Uh-huh. You know, like only post when you're at the pool or whatever. It's like you you're at work. Yeah. you know, <laughs> because it's two thirty <laughs> on a Tuesday, and that's where you are. And I, I don't know. I kind of, I've kind of liked it. So it's, do you have like a group that you like? See yeah, it's picture? yeah, it's okay. mostly just like your close friends, friends and family. family. Uh-huh. Um, like I'm not 
trying to have several hundred friends like I would on Instagram or something right. like, it, but I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's I kind of, of, I don't know. That gave me hope Yeah. that maybe social media trend will trend this direction Yeah, yeah. and maybe it'll, the cool thing will become authenticity. Like, yeah. you know, and, and that's what kids long for is they, yeah. they long for like authentic relationships, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they, re- they, they're really quick to pick on, like, pick up on like people that are, you know, trying too hard or like are pretending to be something that they're not, mm-hmm. you know. And so like and I think social media has helped give them a keener sense of that because they can tell when something is edited or something is staged or, you know, doctored. And um, so they want to like try their bet. They want something that's real, that's kind of raw. Um, but a lot of times we don't know how to how to get there. You know, we want it, but we also don't want to we, we don't want to be authentic and we don't want to be as transparent for others without feeling like this is going to be a safe place for that, you know? And so then everybody else also feels that way. So then no one wants to take that first step and be like, Hey man, I'm struggling with this or I'm dealing with that. Or like I'm having a really hard time with adjusting to the new schedule of school because like, like honestly, that's, that's where a lot of kids struggle now is that everything, what they did for the last like year and a half, two years, this past year um, went back to, to normal and so for them, like, they hadn't been studying the way that they have. They weren't taking tests. They weren't having homework. Yeah, I and, cannot imagine. And then I genuinely cannot imagine, like, just the readjustment. Yeah, yeah. It was not, a, it was not an adjustment. It yeah. was a keep up or, yeah. or you're going to struggle. And, yeah. and so I think that that's, that was one of the biggest struggles we saw um, with kids last year. And now us trying to be the church and, you In the know, midst of that, yeah. you know, and, like, trying to not add more to their plate but, like, be woven into – the fabric of their life, you know, because that's what we want their their faith to be, not just another like responsibility yes. for them to go to yes. and uh, just another thing on their calendar of things to do. But it's like this is the filter by which they live their life, you know. That was definitely so, one of the things that kind of blew me away when I was doing student ministry was how um, scheduled like their even their faith life was. Yeah. It was like, you know, I go to school all day and then I've got practice from three to four thirty mm-hmm. and then I've got tutoring from four thirty to five thirty and then I I, kind of I go to this small group <laughs> yeah. now from five thirty to six thirty. Yeah. And then yeah, then I've got uh, the other sport I play or, or practicing my violin or whatever mm-hmm. till seven. Mm-hmm. And then I try and go to youth at from seven to nine or it's like And then it, all the homework and then yeah, and yeah. I mean Yeah. It's you can it's just it's crazy how often like we're having com- conversations about like mental health yeah. and like how much like and stress, I think that that is, yeah. anxiety, depression, is... like all of those things are just playing out in kids' lives. And some of them bottle it up. Some of them, you know, use other like like ways to kind of like have mm-hmm. an outlet for that that mm-hmm. are unhealthy. And um, some people like have found like, like some kids, we, you see a lot more kids that are asking or going to counseling, which is really dope. Yeah. That they're trying to embracing find, that yeah they're trying to find some place so where they can talk things out i will say i do think a lot of that stuff is much less stigmatized yeah oh yeah for sure for, like you know for kids now than mm-hmm. it was when, when we i was were, a kid yeah, yeah when i was a kid which yeah. is still 10 years hush bro uh, hush. I'm, listen i'm still much much older than you <laughs> next question <laughs> okay favorite athlete favorite athlete favorite athlete wow that is a uh, can i guess this for you uh, sure. I'll let you guess. I'm going to go, it's going to be an old school NBA player. Okay. Cause I'm open. I'm opening this up. Not just even current, just okay. favorite athlete okay. of all time. Of all so time. I don't know if that changes it for you. It, well, 
No. And I'm, I'm going to guess. Larry Bird? Kareem? No, no. Uh, that's, that's way too far. Magic that's, Johnson? That's too deep. That's too deep. If, if I'm going to go, like, historic basketball player that's, like, my favorite, like, guy that I idolize play ball, it was Penny Hardaway. Okay. It was Penny Hardaway. I, I wish that, I feel like, like that's a little bit of a deep cut. I know. Like, he was he was my favorite basketball player. Like, uh, you know, he was huge guard. Like, he would have been great, but he got injured. He had really bad ankle problems. But if I'm thinking of a guy, like, currently that, like, love to watch is probably Steph Curry. Yeah. Like that dude is he's I incredible. I, I, I want to hate Steph Curry so you bad. Can't. You can't. But it's like he met his wife in youth group. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a pretty wholesome dude. Yeah, but but the dude is he is a killer on the court. Uh-huh. He's oh man, it's so fun like to watch him play. But like you know, the night night thing this year oh, was gosh. Oh, dirty. It was, it, and he was he, he was, put his hands together and lay his head on his hands he, like he was like he's putting them to sleep <laughs> and I was like Oh, I hate you so much, that, but that's that dude is so that's good. cool. That, but he's just oh man, he's incre- He's just fun to watch. Like yeah. LeBron is like also another guy that's fun to watch. And my boys like they are LeBron like ride or die. Really, they are so like okay. they're they're. Um, but then you talk to them and you're like, oh, what's your favorite LeBron team? And they're like, or a teammate. And you're like, Bugs Bunny. So it's like it is <laughs> okay, very so, much. Okay, hold on, hold on. It is very much. So it's pretty much they just like Space Jam. They do like Space Jam. <laughs> okay. Which I'm like, I was like imagining like your seven and five year old like watching a middle of the season Lakers. Oh game. no, they like Truman does. Truman, really? Yeah, Truman. I, Truman's your sporty guy. He does. He we, we've I got I turned him on to like old old finals games, and so now he picks ones that LeBron won, and that's what he watches. So we watch like the 2013. What is the fun of that? Well, because you already know the result. Oh yeah, he he doesn't he doesn't want to watch one where he loses, and so then he watches like all the he wants to watch the Warriors ones of like 2016, and I'm like, bro, that's a, that I was a great team. That was I was so mad at that series that we're not watching that one. So mm-hmm. I won't watch that one with him, but I did show him when Ray Allen had that shot in Game Six against mm. uh, the Spurs to send it into overtime, and then they ended up winning. And I'll, and so now he likes watching that one, but that's well, yes, he is very. They're very much <laughs> like diehard LeBron fans. Okay, uh, but they do like Luca, so they're okay. They're, they're that, also, makes, that brings me a lot of joy. I was just about to ask. I, I'm you actually, knew I was going there. I'm actually trying to find. Uh, they want basketball shoes for school this year, and I'm waiting for the Luca ones to drop. And so I think I'm gonna get those <sighs> for him. Okay, I told Hannah. So we're getting all the. My wife is pregnant, and she's due in December, and we're getting all these clothes from people, and you know we have all these. Adorable little little girl dresses and onesies. And I that told g- Hannah the only thing I want, the only jersey. item of clothing I want, she better get is a, a tiny little Luca jersey. Come on, I want that. <laughs> I want that so. I'm buying her name jersey. Or honestly, Can I buy her name jersey. Absolutely not. That is, <laughs> that is offensive. We're de- are we? Should we end this now? Uh, I just want to tie. So we already have a little hogs jersey for her. Come on. But uh, I really want a little baby Luca jersey. Yeah, that's gonna be dope. That'll, that'll be dope. Okay, next question. Uh, uh, what is your reason for being in ministry? And you can interpret that however you want. Like, yeah. what got you into ministry, yeah, or yeah. Um, what's the thing that keeps you? The thing that got me into ministry was uh, my youth minister. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. His name is Mike Satterfield, and uh, he became our youth minister when I was in eighth grade. And he was my youth minister all the way up until like March of my senior year of high school and um that's it was under his like leadership and his counsel like where I discerned a call of ministry and thought like man this is something that 
I've, I've loved the church and I love like how the Lord has like grown me and affected me through the church and through the people of the church and how they've cared for me and my family when my family was, uh, when my brother got sick and, um, was in the hospital, it was church folk that, um, who I was the only one going there. Like no, yeah. no one, my family wasn't going to this church. It was just me and they found out about it. And so then people were like, they were bringing me food. That's, um, that's dope. Like I had, I had people that I didn't really know well, like the pastor's wife who, um, I'm not, wasn't even sure who she was, but she like stopped me and was asking how he was doing. And like, it was like things like that, like, like just the concern and the care that these people had for, um, for me and my family. I was like, man, this is, this is, this is what it means to be like connected yeah. to a community. And I was like, man, I want, I, I want to help others have that. Yeah. And so, um, and, and so then with Mike, it was like, he was that guy that just taught you how to have like fun and joy and um like and take faith seriously like um but he i never felt like when i made mistakes i never felt like condemned i never felt that i was less than when i was confessing things to him and so um he was he was so inspirational to me in that moment that i was like man this is what i want to do i want to walk with kids through the hardest times of their life i want to um, help them see the joy and the fun, uh, but the seriousness of following after Jesus. Yeah. And, um, and so then that's why, that's why I got into it. And honestly, the, the, it's the thing that keeps me going is the relationships. Yeah. Like, um, like it's, it's fun, like coordinating stuff and teaching and doing all that stuff. But man, what really gives me life is like sitting down, having lunch with a kid and yeah. just talking about life and seeing them like grow and like ask questions. I was gonna about say, faith. You've, you've gotten to now, like it's, it's wild. Be a man. part of weddings yeah. for kids that you've had, or like yeah. see them. Ha- you know, have you have you had any of that? Have like had their first kid? Or Actually, anything? somebody I had. A, I got a FaceTime yesterday from a kid, not from this church, but from my previous church. So he was one of the first kids that like I met in my first like full time position, mm-hmm. uh, which is wild. Because I was like twenty two, and I was in charge of teenagers. Like yeah, I feel that. Uh, like, <laughs> Like, like I was like, huh. um, some some people had some really good like trust in this college kid that they just met to let him to let me take their kids all to all over Texas and stuff for camp and uh, but yeah I got a FaceTime call from a kid um, who was he was a, I think he was a junior when I met him right out of college um, and he FaceTimed me with his his new baby boy Let's and, go. and it was super dope because I, I I we have we had been talking we'd seen each other at like weddings and stuff and so I knew that they were pregnant I knew that the baby was coming and I saw. Uh, that the baby uh, was born, but then for him to FaceTime me yesterday and me to That's cool. see him and his baby was pretty. It was pretty sweet. It makes yeah. me feel really old, but uh, at the same time, it's really cool to be a part of that. I love it. Okay, uh, here's one. What's your favorite streaming service? Favorite streaming service? Yeah, like uh, Chapel United Methodist Church. We have a streaming service. I don't know. We stri- don't we? Do we? Stream? I don't think that's a service though. We're a streaming service. We we stream our services. That's that different makes than us a streaming service. I don't think that that's what that means. We str- we stream services. a service. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to if oh uh, it's probably going to be Disney Plus. Like yeah, it's, it, that's, it's Disney Plus is really taking over. It's it's hard to get past that. Like man, they've got all the Marvel movies, Star Wars, and okay, is Disney Plus? I feel like they're on the cutting edge of the fact that like movies that are just released even in like the theaters will be on Disney Plus not pretty quickly not immediately it, and it also depends on but it seems like more quickly than any other service like yeah. if you want like something that was created more recently yeah, Disney Plus, Plus is, is going to have, have it. it yeah but it's only like their stuff like, yeah 
but um, they own the world, so well, most stuff is their stuff. That's true too. Yeah, yeah. But Disney Plus, yeah, that's probably the one that like that's my go-to. Like right now, we're watching. This is this is really don't judge me for this, but um, like Kids Ministry did that. The WC Theater did that. Uh, Descendants Junior. Oh. Bro, we have been watching uh, the Descendants one, two, and three okay. on repeat so at my house. Hannah, t- Hannah told me about the Descendants thing, like the concept and I was uh-huh. like, oh that's kinda cool. And so we tried to watch the first movie. Oh it's it's it was it's maybe so one of the worst things I've ever seen. I know. It's it was so I, I made it through like ten minutes. Yeah. Fifteen minutes. The acting, the singing the, it's the acting was, was abysmal. It was so bad. But I love it. Like, did they just pull these kids off the street? Yeah. Like but I'm I'm in it. And our our kids watch it. They, oh man we, I'm we jam the Spotify. It's on we jam it on Spotify all the time and oh, I'm so sorry. It's yeah. But but like after a while like you kind of get into oh, it. Oh no! Wait till you have children, man. It's, wait, wait till wait, wait, wait till that little girl starts making you watch stuff. Then I you're know. gonna be like, okay, I, I do. It's coming, dude. I, I do like these kids shows. I know. It's pa- Paw Patrol is my favorite TV show now. Paw Patrol looks good. It I did. Is, I, I, I saw my fire. nephews a couple of weeks ago, and they're they're little guys. They're like one and a half and like three. And we did watch this show on Netflix with a giant panda. His name is his name's Stillwater. That's what it was. So not Kung Fu Panda. No, not Kung Fu Panda. But it was a good show. I, 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 I like. We were watching it together. He, Sam, the littlest one, really wanted to watch Stillwater, so we were watching it. And he's like over it after five yeah. minutes, and I was like, "Well, I just want to see the end." Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. I was like, it'll, it'll get you, man. What does he do? Bro? These kids shows, man. They they know what they're doing. They got to keep the parents engaged too. <laughs> uh, okay, what was? Uh, here's one. What was your Worst grade in seminary, or what was the hardest class you took in seminary? <laughs> worst grade in oh, my or gosh. hardest class? Uh, no, we can do worst grade. Um, okay, so this is my final class, final paper. Okay. Um, like, and then I'm I'm like I'm done, done, right? Like I like I was really good. I ended up graduating in COVID, so it was like 2020, like spring of 2020 was my last semester of of seminary, and. I was in I was in Hebrew four, and Ugh. and but we were we're in the part of like our semester where we do like, uh, so we do like Hebrew for the first part, and then the second half is like Old Testament history, and so like how do we how do how do we get um, the manuscripts development? Okay, of understanding. I can rock with that. So it's pretty dope. It's pretty cool stuff. But the last paper and. Me and this professor, like we've never met in person. It was all online, so that's tough. Uh, like we had no real like connection or anything. But in the last paper, we had to write. So this is all. If I all I got to do is pass this paper, and then I pass the class, and I'm done, and I get to graduate. But uh, I write the paper, and it's like twelve, fifteen pages or whatever. Um, but we we had to do what the instructions were was that you write your paper and you do your normal footnotes. But then within your footnotes, you need to like um, talk through some of the concepts more, right? And so what? I know it was stupid, so I didn't do it. Um, so then what I did was like in my footnotes, I'm you know I'm citing all my sources and stuff like that. And so then if I quote something or I comment on something in my paper. Like I would give the full context of the quote, so that, so that way it didn't seem like I was um, quote I was misquoting whatever source I was using, right? And so she assumed that all of these like block paragraphs in my footnotes were my own writings, and so oh, she, so she called you out for plagiarism. She thought I she thought I plagiarized this whole like the all of the footnotes, and then I was like, and then I had I had to explain to her. I was like, no, 
because the citation for what was considered plagiarism is right above in the same footnote. Like, oh. like it's it's like, oh, you see okay, this that, line here? That's on her. But it, but it was like, but it was wild because she was like, well, I was expecting you to have your this to be your own work, da 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 da, which is fine, except for like. I had her for Hebrew three the last semester and I did the exact same thing. And she didn't care then. I got a B. And so okay. she wanted to give me a zero, uh, which meant that I wouldn't have passed the class and I would have had to retake Hebrew for next oh, spring of 21. And you wouldn't have graduated? I wouldn't have graduated. Oh so my then uh, she talked, she had to go talk to like the Dean of students or whatever and like took my explanation to him and um, they were like, okay, this is fine. We will just give you a 50. And I was like, all right, bet, because that meant I got a 76 in the class. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> so I graduated. That's all that matters. Yeah. So that was my worst class. I was, I was so I do, mad. I do have a similar story where I think it was, I think it was my first year of seminary. I, we had to turn in our papers on like one of those websites where, you know, you turn it um, in and then it, it checks. checks it for the professor to make yeah. sure that you haven't plagiarized. And so I turn in my paper and it was like, uh, it was like a 20 page paper. It was a pr- 20 maybe 25 page paper. It was like a pretty big chunk of my grade. Yeah. Yeah. One of the final papers for the class. So I turn it in and my, like my browser said failed. And so I thought, okay, I didn't turn it in. So, uh, I tried to turn it again and it wouldn't like, it wouldn't go through. And so I waited till the next day and I turned it in and it sent her a report that said I had plagiarized 100%. So I guess when I first turned it in, it did go through. Stop. So when I tried to turn it in the next day, it, it was, was saying, we we, we recognize that this, this is paper. somebody else's paper, but it was mine. <laughs> you, you plagiarized your own paper. And so, but she like sent me an email and said, hey, I've just gotten a report that you plagiarized 100%. And I had to say, go look at what I plagiarized. It, it had like highlighted even my name. So even my name was plagiarized. I was like, Stop clearly it. this was me. <laughs> and so she sent me this email that was like, hey, you know, we need to talk. And yeah, yeah. I was like, I emailed her back and I was like, go look at it. And she's like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> so, but Ooh, I know. 100%, man, that's a lot. Because it'll tell, I guess it reports, reports to them like, like yeah, hey, 30% similarity mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. which, because I think, you know, obviously if someone uses the same quote in two papers, it'll say, so yeah. if they have two percent similarity or point zero five percent, you know that they just use similar quotes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it sent her one hundred percent because it was literally the, the same exact paper. same paper. <laughs> that's, so that's that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. My the class I got the worst grade in was worship. <laughs> I got. Bro, you didn't get a good grade in worship. I, you know what? I turned it. I kid you not. I got a really bad grade because we were supposed to create like a unique worship service. Mm-hmm. And I stole something we do here. I stole blindfold worship. Oh yeah, which is something we do on high school yeah, yeah, trip. Yeah, we give sure. everybody a blindfold, and they are like, it's kind of the idea is that they're not no distractions. Yeah, they're not yeah. influenced by the people around them. It's really powerful. Yeah, yeah. Right, like it's one, it's, of, it's one of the kids' favorite things. And so I planned out this service that included blindfold worship, and my professor told me uh, this would never work. And I, I was like. Okay, but it does. Like, <laughs> I've seen 400 kids. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it worked with them. Yeah, yeah. What, he, he was like, no, wouldn't work. And he gave me a 70. Nice. I, that's not nice. Oh. I was very upset. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, me, me, I see. I think, think there's, we have a different understanding of like what kind of grades we wanted to get out Bro, of. I don't know. I, I was, I, I, it wasn't so much that I was hurt by the C. Like, I've earned C's, don't worry. <laughs> like, I have earned a C before. It was more the fact that I was like, I feel like I 
created this like I felt like I did a good job and I yeah, worked hard on yeah. it and he was just like that's stupid no oh it's like you what yeah well, oh okay I got another one um this was at a different seminary um and this is probably like the, the most like offended like um almost brought me to tears and like that I'd ever been and I was in a class um at this other seminary in San Antonio and um we had to write a paper on like the whole passage about like um do not store up your treasures in heaven mm-hmm. when moth and death corrupt or something like that and like that passage and i don't remember exactly what the paper was but then as i was explaining it whatever i don't even remember what i said but whatever i said triggered my professor mm. um and so he laid into me basically saying that i had undermined all of christendom with my <laughs> <laughs> with what with my my answer and he called you a heretic ba- yeah i'm like my God, I'm I, I'm I'm learning here, yeah. you know, and um, so like from that moment on, like he had he was like one of those professors that tells like stupid jokes and like everybody like like laughs. Fake laughs. Yeah, I stopped. Fake laughing. <laughs> I was, Give me an A. I didn't fake laugh anymore. I was yeah. done. I was I was. I like that. That was your silent protest. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, no, you weren't like, funny. That's Floyd. <laughs> that's Floyd Joseph being mean. Is like, Floyd be won't petty. laugh at your bad <laughs> jokes. That's as mean as you get. That's as mean as Floyd gets. Uh, but well, he said I undermine all of Christianity. So <laughs> you know, I was like, that's harsh. Okay, uh, last one. This is one of my. This is one of my favorites. Uh, uh, what's one of the funniest things slash uh, worst mistakes that has happened to you during a worship service? During a worship service? Yeah. Or um, what's a good? I've got like, uh, like this is definitely like a ministry fail moment kind of deal. Um, it wasn't within a service, but it was again. This is that this wasn't here, but it was at the first church that um, that I was at, and so like I was getting to know some of the kids and. Uh, there was this one student uh, who like I reached out to and I was like, hey, we should hang out. So we went and got lunch. And he's like, well, you should come check out the creek behind my house. And I was like, cool, let's do that. And so then um, I went to his house and like his parents, his dad was one of our youth workers. And so I was getting to know them too, like the whole family. And so me and the kid, we went um, out back, we went to the creek and he's like, look, I got a pellet gun. So we start shooting the pellet oh, no. gun into the water, which was, you know, which was fine. There's no, no big deal. But as we were coming back, um, there's this bird and like the bird was just like, uh, it wouldn't fly away from us. So it had to have been injured or sick or something like that. Like it just kept like hopping away from us. And so, okay. and so I'm, then the I'm kid, where this is the kid's like, watch this. And so he, he pulls out the pellet gun and starts shooting it. Oh. <laughs> like... Like, and I don't, like, I, I, I'm on the job maybe like a month, right? So I'm like, I know, I know, I, I've never, I, I don't know how to respond to this. And so then the bird, like, kind of flutters to the top of, like, just barely makes it onto the top of the roof of his house. And he puts more pellets into that thing. and Shooting at his house? Uh, yeah, shoot, but it's just on the roof. So he just shoots it and he kills this bird <laughs> on our first hangout session. Like, <laughs> and, and I was like. I, I don't know if I'm cut out for this because what, 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 you know, what, what is just, I know I, I didn't, I was like, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> like, I just left. It's like, all right, what, well, you killed the bird. And, and this, then we, what are we, what are we supposed to do? I don't know where you go from there. Like, let's talk about Jesus. You know, <laughs> like, uh, see you so, Bible study. Yeah, seriously. And so, like, and granted, that kid, like, he came around, he, he would chase me with snakes because he knew I hated them. Uh, but like he'd find them and bring them into the church, and 
Um, I take off, but like I remember, I like I distinctly remember. Where was this church? It was, it was in San Antonio. <laughs> you just run around with snakes. Well, they just they're just. Dude, I'll tell you if you, uh, if you bro, bring chill. a snake into this church, I'll I'll shoot I'm gone. it. I'm, I'll shoot it. No, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm like, you know what, snake? This is your house now. <laughs> <laughs> like this, you want this office? You can have it. You know, like no, I was, but yeah. So that was probably one of like probably my biggest ministry fail. Like I I don't even know what you do in that circumstance. Like, <laughs> hey man, don't. Don't don't shoot sick birds <laughs> like like, but but he did and and he killed it and I'm still gonna remember that for the rest of my I life. I love that. Yeah. So that's what that's what I got. I don't have anything that happened like within a worship service that I can remember, but that one is one that always stays with me. I got plenty of them for you. Don't worry. Oh jeez. I, mean, I got plenty of them for you. Yeah, splitting your pants is probably like your main. Honestly, one. this week. You split your pants this week. I, no, no, I did slip. Okay, Floyd's referencing. <laughs> I used to regularly. I don't know why, but I kept ripping pants when. So when I started White Chapel, I worked for for you and Michelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know what what was wrong with the pants I was buying, but I ripped like three pairs. <laughs> Like doing student ministry, I'd be like running around grabbing something. And I'd be like, "Hey man, I gotta go change." <laughs> again? Yeah, I don't know. I ripped my pants again. Like, man, he's never, he had Santa pants one time because that was the only pair of pants, yeah, extra pants he true. had. That's at Christmas festival. I I ripped my pants and I, the yeah, only thing I had in my uh, in my truck was a Santa suit. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty. That was pretty good. Day. Santa. Sam. Oh, that was mm-hmm. cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you tried so hard not to wear it, and then you ended up having to. Yep, but yeah, I've got lots of. Ever since I've been doing Saturday night, we've we've had quite a few. Uh, like even this last Saturday, right before the service, and it ended up being fine. The lights came on in time, but all of a sudden, blackout in the foundry. Nice. Just five minutes before the service, not even the emergency lights worked. Oh, just and that room gets it gets dark in there. It gets now. really dark now. It definitely gets dark in there. Now. And so it's just total blackout, and yeah. I'm like running around getting candles, like, and of course I'm sprinting around. I'm like. <gasps> Like grabbing candles, put lighting candles, and then I had to get up and go. Today our service uh, or today our sermon is all about not hurrying. It's, <laughs> out of breath. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. I was literally out of breath trying to trying to preach about like we should all just be chill. You we should, should relax. Calm. You know, it's, it's important to be silent and, yeah. and find peace in life. Your heart's like and, beating and don't rush out around. Of your and, chest. Don't let little things bother you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like oh no. Well, Floyd, thanks for doing this, man. Dude, this is fun. Yeah, this is so fun. You should have me back on here more often. Uh, hey, we will. Don't. Don't, ask don't me, threaten me with a good time. Don't ask me serial suit. And questions. you have to tell Michelle, like, hey, it was fun. I'll, I'll tell her it was. I'll tell her it was good. Okay, uh, we cannot wait for our next episode, and we will see you next time on Next Question. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Next Question. If you'd like to submit questions, you can send an email with subject line Next Question to questions at whiteschapelumc.com.